Welcome to another episode of Media Matchmaker, a podcast from the Huntington News. It's been a while, but we are back and better than ever. I am Hannah Rossman, aka the Media Matchmaker. I am also a third year media and screen studies major here at Northeastern and the audiovisual editor for the Huntington News. For those of you who haven't listened before, on this podcast, I usually help guests find their new favorite movie, book, or TV show by discussing their favorite piece of media. This week, though, I am doing something a little bit different. I don't have a guest, and instead I will be suggesting media that I think you might like based on your favorite magazine. How did I come up with this crazy idea? Well, I watched The French Dispatch, the new Wes Anderson film that is currently in theaters, and that movie very clearly is a pastiche of The New Yorker. It features three short films which are presented as human interest stories that are going to be published in the final edition of the fictional New Yorker stand-in, The French Dispatch. So I was reading about how it is an homage, you might say, or a pastiche of The New Yorker, and I was thinking, hmm, what media would I recommend to someone who loves The New Yorker besides The French Dispatch? And I struggled for a minute because all I could think of was Woody Allen movies. And I don't really want to recommend any of them because kind of a bad dude. So what I did come up with was, if you love The New Yorker, Only Murders in the Building. This is a 2021 Hulu series that has already been renewed for a second season. It follows three neighbors in an affluent Upper West Side apartment building played by Steve Martin, Martin Short, and Selena Gomez, who all happen to share an obsession with a true crime podcast. When one of their neighbors is found dead, they start their own podcast investigating it. And of course, chaos ensues. This show was co-created by Steve Martin and John Hoffman, who is a largely unknown screenwriter. This is really his first big project, but I watched the whole first season. I loved it. It has a very cartoonish, comedic style that is incredibly reminiscent of The New Yorker and made me feel like a New Yorker cartoon had just sprung off the page and to life. So I would definitely recommend if New Yorker articles are your favorite kind of writing. The next magazine that I was thinking about, because it has been it has been a staple for me in the past, is People magazine. A little bit trashy, but like you gotta see what the celebrities are up to. And I could not think of any other movie more perfect to recommend than The Bling Ring. The Bling Ring is a 2013 Sofia Coppola film. Sofia Coppola is super cool. She is a Hollywood legacy. She was the daughter of Francis Ford Coppola, but she is a film icon in her own right as well. She began her directorial career with The Virgin Suicides in 1999 and most recently released On the Rocks just last year. Her 2003 film, Lost in Translation, received Oscar nominations for Best Picture, Best Director, and a win for Best Original Screenplay. 
The Bling Ring is based on the 2010 Vanity Fair article, The Suspects Wore Louis Vuittons, by Nancy Jo Sales, about a real-life string of high-profile crimes perpetrated by a group of wildly fame-obsessed teenagers who use the internet to track celebrities' whereabouts in order to burgle their homes. Some of these celebrities happened to include Paris Hilton, Megan Fox, many more. It was kind of a wild real-life event, and it makes for an even wilder movie. The movie stars Israel Broussard, Katie Chang, Taisa Farmiga, Emma Watson, and Claire Julian as the ring of the title. Emma Watson has the best line reading of all time when she looks Taisa Farmiga right in the eyes and says, I want to rob! It's really funny. I recommend it is available on Netflix. If you are a people reader, you gotta check this one out. The next magazine that I chose rather haphazardly is Good Housekeeping. And Good Housekeeping, you think about kitchens. Who do you think about when you think about kitchens? You gotta think about Nancy Myers, the queen of kitchen porn. And specifically, I thought of The Holiday. The Holiday is a 2006 romantic comedy written and directed by Nancy Myers. Uh, you might also know her from credits including Private Benjamin, which she was nominated for Best Original Screenplay at the Oscars for, Father of the Bride, The Parent Trap, What Women Want, Ugh. sorry, I don't like that movie, Something's Gotta Give, or It's Complicated, among others. She is a very prolific filmmaker. The Holiday stars Kate Winslet, Cameron Diaz, Jude Law, Jack Black. Okay, it's stacked. Kate Winslet and Cameron Diaz play two women, one from LA, one from London, who arrange a home exchange to escape heartbreak during the holiday season, and Jude Law and Jack Black play their love interests respectively. It's a cute little rom-com. It's very heartwarming, you know, as rom-coms are, but what it is really about are their homes. Kate Winslet lives in this adorable little cottage in the countryside. It's so picturesque. And Cameron Diaz lives in LA and she has a beautiful home as well. They swap, it's classy, you gotta love it. And really any Nancy Myers movies, I'm thinking it's complicated as well, has just the most beautiful interior design. So if you are looking for your fix of fruit bowls and tablecloths and just the sexiest couches you can possibly imagine, look this one up on Netflix. The next magazine I wanted to bring up is my personal favorite magazine, Entertainment Weekly. There were a lot of options. Entertainment Weekly, you know, it's about the movie industry. There are lots of movies about the movie industry because they're obsessed with themselves. But the one I wanted to highlight is Hail Caesar, which is a 2016 dramedy that was written and directed by the Coen brothers. The Coen brothers also wrote and directed Fargo, The Big Lebowski, No Country for Old Men, many others. They are two of my favorite directors. They have Macbeth coming out next month, so I'm excited for that. 
Hail Caesar is kind of, in my opinion, one of their underrated movies. It's not, you know, listed up there as their greatest with Fargo or No Country for Old Men, but it is hilarious. It is one of their funniest movies, and they also directed, like I said, some amazing comedies, The Big Lebowski, Raising Arizona. So the bar is high. But anyway, Hail Caesar is a fictional story that follows the real-life fixer Eddie Mannix, who is played by Josh Brolin, as he is working in the Hollywood film industry in the 1950s. He is trying to discover what happened to the missing star, who is played by George Clooney, of a biblical epic. It features a slew of other celebrities playing various movie folks as the behind-the-scenes drama overtakes the drama on screen. My personal favorite of these performances has to be Tilda Swinton, who is playing not one but two roles as feuding identical twin sister gossip columnists. It is hilarious. You also get to see Channing Tatum doing a beautiful dance number. I mean, it's, it's really got it all. And it was nominated for the Oscar for Best Production Design. It is gorgeous to look at. And you can watch it on Netflix. So what are you waiting for? If you like Entertainment Weekly, you gotta check out Hail Caesar. The next magazine is Vogue. Had to choose it. Again, fashion. There were so many options here. But the one stuck in my mind was Ocean's 8. This 2018 heist comedy was written and directed by Gary Ross. He is also the guy that wrote and directed Pleasantville, Seabiscuit, The Hunger Games. He has a diverse filmography. He is perhaps best known, though, for writing Big and Dave in the 80s and 90s, respectively, both of which were nominated for Best Original Screenplay at the Oscars. Ocean's 8 stars Sandra Bullock as Debbie Ocean, the sister of George Clooney's Danny Ocean, who led the first three films, as she assembles a team that includes Kate Blanchett, Anne Hathaway, Rihanna, Sarah Paulson, Aquafina, Mindy Kaling, and Helen Bottom Carter. Last, but certainly not least, she is killing it. So Debbie recruits all of these very sexy ladies to pull off the heist of her dreams, which just happens to take place at the Met Gala. So fashion is high. There's a whole set piece revolving around this exquisite diamond necklace. It is on HBO Max. If you are interested in fashion, beauty, women, heists, any of the above, you gotta check this one out. Our next magazine on the docket is National Geographic. I struggled with what to choose here because I was like, you know, I don't want to just choose any nature documentary. That would be so boring. But I did choose a nature documentary or a nature documentary TV series. So, you know, there are options. I chose Planet Earth, which is a 2006 BBC documentary series produced by the famed nature documentarian Alastair Fothergill. It is one of many nature documentaries that was narrated by David Attenborough, and each episode covers the wildlife of a different terrain. Attenborough is probably most famous for narrating the Life Collection, which is a comprehensive survey, or at least it claims to be, of animal and plant life on Earth. I chose not to recommend Life because, first of all, it's a gigantic series, no one has time for that, and also I have a personal association of it with elementary school science class, and 
that's too much for me. It can't be done. I could not revisit life. So planner, it's a chill time. It's good for chilling on the couch, kicking back, watching some pretty animals do pretty things, sometimes grisly scary things, but it's a good series. It won four Emmy Awards, including Outstanding Documentary or Nonfiction Series, and it is available to stream on Discovery+. Plus. So if you want to see some cute animals and some kind of gnarly animals, if we're being honest, check it out. All right, now we're getting into magazines that I have not read. (laughs) So Popular Mechanics, I have been told, is a very popular magazine. Maybe just because it has popular in the title is, you know, where I'm getting that association. But I was like, damn, cars, yes, people do care about those. Not me, but some people do. And if you like Popular Mechanics, I think you are going to like Rush. Rush is one of the few racing movies I have enjoyed besides, of course, Cars, which is the most classic racing movie. But I figured if you really like popular mechanics, you might get a little hung up on the physics of Cars. So we're gonna go with Rush. Rush is a 2013 biographical racing drama, which was written by Peter Morgan and directed by Ron Howard. Some other films that Ron Howard has directed are Apollo 13, A Beautiful Mind, The Da Vinci Code. He has been a prolific director. A Beautiful Mind won him the Oscars for Best Director and Best Picture, so he has the awards to back it up. You might also know him, as I originally did, from being the narrator of Arrested Development. Kind of a fun fact. He's also a character in the later Bad Seasons, which were on Netflix, but we won't hold that against him. So Rush stars Chris Hemsworth and Daniel Bruhl as rival Formula One drivers, the British James Hunt and the Austrian Nicky Lauda, respectively, during the 1976 Formula One season. It is also available to stream on Netflix. There's a lot of cars. There is a lot of crashes. There is a lot of fixing cars. These are things that I believe you might like if you like popular mechanics. Last, but most certainly not least, we have Sports Illustrated. And, you know, maybe you read Sports Illustrated for the sports. That's what I was thinking. So like, okay, what's a great sports movie? One of my favorite sports movies, and I will tell you, I am not a sports movie woman. It is hard for me to like a sports movie, but one that I like so much that I've seen it at least twice is Moneyball. Moneyball is a 2011 baseball film that was directed by Bennett Miller. He also directed Capote in 2005 and Foxcatcher in 2014. Foxcatcher is also a sports movie. That one is about wrestling, I want to say. Definitely saw it. All I remember is Steve Carell's nose because it was fake. Both of those movies, though, earned him Oscar nominations for Best Director, so he's a fancy man. It was written by Steven Zalian and Aaron Sorkin, two very acclaimed screenwriters. Zalian wrote the screenplays for Schindler's List, Gangs of New York, and The Irishman, just to name a couple. And Sorkin's other work includes A Few Good Men, Charlie Wilson's War, The Social Network, that's not even mentioning his TV shows, Sports Night, The West Wing, Studio 60 on the Sunset Strip, and The Newsroom. I love The Newsroom. I love them all. 
Aaron Sorkin, probably my most problematic fave, due at least in some part to Moneyball, which stars Brad Pitt as the Oakland Athletics manager, Billy Bean, and Jonah Hill as their assistant general manager, Peter Brand, who build a team of undervalued talent by taking a statistical approach to analyzing players. This is now how all baseball teams build their teams. I believe. I don't really understand baseball, but I do understand this movie and I love it. It was based on the 2003 nonfiction book by Michael Lewis, who we love. It was nominated for six Oscars, including Best Picture, Best Adapted Screenplay, Best Actor for Pitt, and Best Supporting Actor for Hill, which is kind of a big deal because he's kind of a comedic man. So it's always shocking when he gets one of those sneaky supporting actor nominations. It is available to view on Netflix, and it is my favorite sports movie, so (laughs) a ringing endorsement if I've ever heard one. But before we go, I know most people don't actually read Sports Illustrated for the sports. They read it for the women in the swimsuits. I mean, I'm not a Sports Illustrated reader, but if I were to read it, it would be for the women in the swimsuits. So I have an extra recommendation in case that is why you love Sports Illustrated. My recommendation for you is to watch Wild Things. This is a 1998 erotic thriller directed by John McNaughton and starring Matt Dillon, Kevin Bacon, and more importantly, Neve Campbell and Denise Richards. They are looking very sexy in their bathing suits. You can see them in the poster. You can like just see their faces in the poster because they're like underwater. But the whole thing is genius. You can watch it on stars. It is sexy. It is scary. It is melodramatic as hell. It's a little bit shocking. There's some twists. And you get to see some women in bathing suits making out. Maybe they have a three-way. I don't know. I don't want to spoil the movie. You can also, of course, just watch Baywatch, the 1989 action show that was famous for Pamela Anderson's swimsuit-clad running. That's available on Hulu if you are so inclined. So with that, go forth and watch some of these films and TV shows and let me know if they match up with your favorite magazine. That does it for our episode. Thank you for listening. I am Hannah Rossman, and I will see you next time here on Media Matchmaker.